Blog Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. It. Look. If I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilets, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better. And I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga take shots at me. No response. I just flipped and pop my collar like the fawns. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. To try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Uh-oh, testament, don't testament. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clocking. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigga say, Jigga probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigga can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply two dogs for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you, uh. Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? Talk, we got we got ice we got we got we got OG the and oh, I forgot to tell everybody in the world, we're here to do it, man, with the deal, dream team, with the deal, ice team, what's up, L Boogie, Wild Out Wednesday, baby, you already know what it is, baby. Sad over here not, only is it wild, not only is it Wild Out Wednesday, it's going to be a Wild Out Snowstorm, and it's Black History Month. What's the deal, SCP? What the deal? Yeah. Y'all know I'm in the building. Man, we got so much news. I mean... We got Brian, Brian Flores, dude. We got the NFC and the AFC Championship games to discuss. Who you, I mean, 
Oh my goodness. It's mayhem. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, we want, it's a lot of football we can talk about. Jalen Brown has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks. We can talk about We're going to talk about that as well. But uh, Jim Harbaugh might be going back to the Vikings. Tom Brady retires. We have a lot to talk about on this Wild Out Wednesday. But let's start with this. Brian Flores. My man is from Brownsville. And if people don't understand, Brownsville is is a is a it's, it's an area. It's a, they call it a borough. It's in Brooklyn, and that's where he's from. You know he wanted that job with the Giants. Let alone get let go from the Miami Dolphins when he had a winning record. He's exploiting the shield. And, I mean, ICE, STG, can I just give you a quick stat real quick before I go to you? I want you to, you know, you can give your take. But since 2003, since the Rooney Rule, it's been 129 African-American or descendant guys with color have been interviewed. Only 15 has been hired. You tell me, and I'm going to start with you first, I-C-E. Brian Flores is suing the Denver Broncos, the Miami Dolphins, and the New York Giants. And I'm going to let you give your take and Styles give his take, and then I'll come back and wrap up because, I mean, I know you, you know, but he's, he's, he's wanting change. And he's going to put it all on the line. Change. I want to go to you, Ice. What do you feel about Brian Flores, his, him suing these three teams, his allegations, we're going to call him that for now, his allegations on each team. The owner for Miami Dolphins told him, tank season, every loss I give you 100000 he wasn't going for that. The, the 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 New York Giants already had their guy in place. Didn't even interview Brian Flores and the text message he received from Bill Belichick because both their names are Brian. We're talking about Brian DeBarlo just was hired for the Giants. Mm-hmm. And Brian Flores mm-hmm. called it a sham. And then... The Hall of Famer, the Hall of Famer, John Elway. We all could be hungover, but you are an hour late to the interview. I just want to get your thoughts, Ice, on this big, uh, as Brian Flores calls it, a sham. I want to know what's your thoughts about this. And Ice, in a SCG, we're going to get to you, sir. Man, this is like Colin Kaepernick, but it's ten times bigger right now because he has he has the text message I seen it too earlier. Bill thinking it was um the the you know the the other guy Bill Belichick. He's thinking it Brian uh, 
Brian was it Dibble? Dibalo. Was it Brian Dibble? But he thought it was Brian Florence, so but nevertheless though, man. Better take rest up on that. But that right there alone helps Flores out right now for his case, man. And then for integrity of the game, man, for this guy from uh, the for uh, the owner of Miami Dolphins to even tell him to do that, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I know he's from Brooklyn, man. You can't look these guys in the face, man, giving your all, man. And he's a tough-minded guy, man. I, I commend him, man. I think it's the biggest stuff because he'd probably be psyched from all the rest of these jobs. But if he do, then you'll know it's, it's, it's really racist, you know what I'm saying? So I think he'll get a job, you know. But right now, he's going against the NFL's three teams, which is really the whole NFL he's going against because no one's really hiring right now. And I commend him for that. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, he's putting his, his coaching career on the line as a young guy, but it can't do nothing but make him better. And it's starting off the, the Black History Month right on time, man. Okay, so I commend him again, man. He started off. It's, 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 I don't know if he, if he plotted that or not, but it's the right thing to do, and we need more blacks. And I know it's a lot of black guys, even this, uh, Kansas, uh, uh, Kansas City, uh, offensive coordinator, he still ain't got a job. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just don't know. I think Leverage just got a job with Jacksonville, right? So that's two. So they got to up that, man. You got a lot of guys on assistant coaches that played in the league that know more than these guys. That's just assistant coaches, man. Change got to happen, and it starts right now. And I applaud that guy, man, for putting his career on the line. It's the right thing to do. Street. Styles the guy. He said it was he was in disbelief and he couldn't believe it. What do you feel about Brian Flores' allegations toward those three organizations and the and, and what does this do to with the NFL? Um well well, well, I'm gonna cook. first. I'm gonna say this: what Brian Flores is setting out to try and do is uh is is big. Um, I commend for trying to do it and stepping up to do it. Um, and I'm gonna leave it right here at that. Um, and uh, now let me say this: Brian Flores don't got a shot at getting another job. In the NFL, Brian Flores will be swept. This case will be swept under the rug because of the simple fact it's not going to get big enough ice. You know why ice? It's not going to get big enough dream team. Y'all want to know why? Because there's no other black coaches going to step up and help them. They're not going to risk their family's uh, fortune, their family's wealth for uh, Brian Flores trying to say that they're not getting an opportunity and they're still trying to get their opportunity. Um, so they're not going to step up and risk their opportunity. Hugh Jackson, he's done. He's done. It's, what he says is doesn't even matter. It doesn't even, it doesn't even, it holds no weight. He's done. He'll never get another job again in the NFL. He's selling liquor. He's selling wine. Um, so, so Brian Flores, you know, I commend him for trying to get this job, get this done. But it's not going to get done. The NFL is too big. Um, they got the Rooney Rule where they upped it. They have to interview two coaches, 
two two minority coaches now they have to interview. Um, uh, and, and it's sad to say that you know there's there's no coaches uh, that's minorities getting hired. You know, it was five open spots. What is it? Four got four Caucasians filled. Five out of the four spots. Um, it, it, it's just sad that 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 happens. But once again, we go back to uh, the black African American coach uh, winning percentage. You know, um, these guys settling for these Jets, these Jets, Jaguar, Dolphins jobs when they know they know these teams are NBG. They know these teams is nothing but garbage, and they want to settle for these jobs. So now, so now we gonna we're gonna keep putting it on the the NFL GMs and the owners and the and the, uh and, and Roger Goodell that 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 they're not that they're not getting a fair chance. No, you're taking the jobs that's not giving you fair chances, even though they're the jobs that's available, but you're still taking a job that's not going to give you a fair shot. You know? Uh, Once I'm going to need somebody, establish establish the system under somebody, let them step down, and then you step into the system with those same competitive players instead of taking these low-end jobs. This is where we're going wrong as African-Americans. So, you know, I commend Brian Flores, but it's not going to go anywhere, and that's my take. Yeah. Straight. And piggybacking on that, I would say if you're going to give me if, – if I'm going to get a, a low-end job such as Brian Flores did kind of with the, with, the, with the Dolphins, at least give me time. Remember – the man over over there, he had just got Josh Rosen, the number one draft pick for the Cardinals. He only did one year, one year, and he was the Browns' defensive coordinator at one time. He did one year as the head coach at with the Arizona Cardinals, and then was fired. You hold the sea hot for someone else. To your point, SCG, you, you, you're right, but you do take you, you only. And my thing is this too: when you recycle coaches, even Brian Flores, to me, at least give him one year off, let him reflect on it. But at least when they recycle, it's right away. Boom. How many black head coaches do they recycle like that? Jim Caldwell, I can recall, might have been one. Hugh Jackson, too. But let's remember this, ICE, the streets is talking. Am I correct about this? Hugh Jackson, did he want Deshaun Watson? And the owner said, no, we're going to get Johnny Manziel. I'm going to ask you, you're the heartbeat of Cleveland. Is this a perfect example of how owners put it on, and the coaches are the, are the scapegoats and the – uh, for a guy, especially black coaches and with, with, with low winning percentage. Oh, yeah. He definitely wanted to shine Washington. I told you about that off air, man, how, what happened with Kevin Schultz on that day. And, it, and Deshaun Washington was traded for Peppers. Uh, no, not Peppers. Uh, he was traded. We got, we got Corey Coleman, a receiver. Corey Coleman. And... I think Pepper, uh, uh, Pepper, Julius Pepper, not Julius Pepper, but Pepper from Michigan. 
They traded down mm-hmm. for him, and he was riding on that, and he begged for that guy to get him. So, yes, I believe in that. I, 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 I know the owners are definitely got to be racist, man. I hate to say that, though, man. But they and I know Hugh Jackson just put some out today, but it's too late, brother. You should have been saying that a long time ago, man. So uh, he said they tried to, you know, tell him to, you know, give him some money to uh, tank some games, but I, he should have said that earlier, you know. So I, I, I mean, I believe Flores, but I, I, Hugh White might be did. right, but he should have told him earlier said that when early. you wasn't fired. Why, why should I exploit that right now? I ain't, I ain't fired. They still rocking with me. I told the dude. I told the owner. He been gone I don't for four years. Like that. He been gone Who for said? four years. Why bring it out now? Should have said it first. Should have oh, said it uh, a year Jackson. ago. You talking about Hugh Jackson? Hugh Jackson. Talking about Brian Flores. Yeah, two yeah. years ago. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, he bring coming out with some noise. Like, come on, man. You, you're not the headline. You know what I'm saying? You're not the headline on this one, brother. You too late. You know, should have said that long time ago. But I believe, I believe, but he was, but he might have been scared. So I, let's 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 remember this guy. Let's remember this. He might have been scared. He might have thought that he had a chance. Now, once it is, he has something else going. Now he can jump off the edge because, like you said, and we'll ask some callers. That might be the street question of the night. Will Brian Flores? be treated like Colin Kaepernick and Mark Jackson and not get a head coaching job again after he filed a lawsuit against those three organizations. Let us know. The NFL works for the owners. Pop, no, he ain't getting no slob no more. <laughs> yeah. Give us a call. 515. 605-9750. Hey, man, get with us every Wednesday. It's Wild Out Wednesday. Hey, tell a friend. Don't forget. Tell a friend and tell a whole lot of girlfriends. And the other friends tell Here we girlfriends, go. too. Yeah. Here we go. Fight the power! 
to hip hop. Y'all hear it? It's like history, but hey man, shout out to Brian Flores. He, he, I love that dude. He put in the rap at all. I go with character over money any day. What's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. And sometimes it's the word I because it's legal and we're a show. Don't, don't you, you you don't like the word allegations sometimes. Until it until it's over with. Allegedly. And that's the power that they have. We need to come together and fight it. You need us. It's 77% of the NFL is African American. You mean to tell me we can't have, like you said, said a long time ago. If we the ones going up and down this field, how we don't have any space so with, 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 with coaching? You mean to tell me Deion Sanders or Eddie George couldn't need a, a, a group of 10, 53 men? We got to get that listen. It's the street. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. If you missed the show, get with us. Rockstarradio.com, Category Sports, search box. The streets is talking. And you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. We back. We've been talking Brian Flores. We want to ask you, world. We've been discussing, will Brian Flores be employed ever again as a head coach in the NFL? We just want to know. Will he win this loss? Are they going to do him like Colin Kaepernick? Give him some bread. Say, but he's just bringing light. He said he wants to bring change. That's he's not in it for the money. He know he can get his head cut off. He's up for the New Orleans job, but he's putting his heart and his life on the line, man. He's going to, no, he's no, listen to this. This is how they do it now, guys. And I want you, you know, this is the streets. I just want you to understand how we do it. They ain't going to kill him with a, with a, with a, with a bullet. But they'll assassinate your character. And you're really a dead man walking to them. And they set you, and they ain't going to say set you up, but they give you money and tell you go about your way and you can't be in this and work for this corporation or organization again. That's how they do you out here in these sports. And I understand it changes generational wealth. But when we get to wealth, you mean to tell me Oprah Winfrey, Shaquille O'Neal, with all them commercials, uh, my man who you, you know, you, you mean to tell me they can't own a team? They, it's about them letting you in. Letting us how about, in. How about, how about all the black rich guys get together uh, and collaborate in a year and, and make their own league? How can you make your own league when you can't? Guess who's going to sponsor you? Anheuser Bush. Oh, bye. But, like. Well, 
They're still going to make some money. I'm going to have to change. I'm just, I'm just saying, everybody needs to be said and done. We, we've said that numerous of times. Hey, man, we need to start our own league. All the owners, all the owners of the NFL own all the outside stuff, like Huggies and all that. They own all that. Ice. They the ones who sponsor everything. That's why they running it. That's why they running it. We gotta see. We gotta. Well, we, instead of going to Huggies, we gotta go to Buddies. Okay, we gotta get the cheapest one. Okay, we gotta make our own. We gotta start off somewhere. We gotta somehow. We got some gotta change. Because if they're gonna be, it's gonna be thirty-two that teams. Budget, they continue. I, they continue the to be thirty-two budget, owners. I, the budget, the budget. I, it's, it's, it's fifty players making more than fifty million dollars in the NFL. I, they, that budget, that budget, is, that, that is, is something different in the NFL. They've been establishing, they've been establishing the uh, budget in the NFL over a hundred years. You can't just come out with another league and say, all right, we about to pay. Uh, to Colin Kaepernick seven hundred million because y'all paying him five hundred and draw him away from the NFL. That ain't gonna happen. The money ain't the money don't match up. That's like somebody. That's like all these other wrestling places trying to come out and compete against WWE. You ain't gonna Vince McMahon. He's been established forever. He's original. Streets. And let's get to some original. How about Joe Burrow? And listen, I've only and it was crazy, guys, with with the streets, with all of us when we did our games. I didn't like to. I've it hurts. My only loss is the Green Bay Packers against the San Francisco 49ers. And Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford made me look so good. And I'm gonna go to you first, SCG. Your average Joe. I'm gonna give you a, a quick stat. There's only been two other guys in NFL history who's won a national championship and a Super Bowl. And guess what? Their first name was Joseph. Their name was Joe. Joe Montana and Joe Namath. It's Joe Burrow next. It's the streets, man. What do you think about Joe Burrow going to Arrowhead, knocking off Patty Mahomes, down twenty one three. What do you? What's your take, man? The, as, I, 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 I had ready, it. Man. I had it. Go I ahead. had it. I had it. Didn't I have it? I had it last week. Who I told you was gonna upset the world? I said Cigar Joe. I had it, pop. I had it the whole time. And let me tell you how halftime adjustments and coaching makes a difference and why you win. And then having that that elite quarterback. That next level shining quarterback, it makes a difference. These guys was down twenty one to three, eighteen points. Game back in the second half, adjustments gave up three points in the whole entire for the rest of the game. And let me tell you how they did it, Dream Team. They they use Higgins, they use Chase as a decoy. They use Chase as a decoy. They targeted Higgins. Samaj P. Ron, Nixon. They mixed it up. Higgins was big. Six catches for 103 yards. Them six catches was humongous. Samaj P. Ryan, the, 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 the backup, the backup of the backup running back came in with three catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. That was big. Joe Mixon, 21 carries for 88 yards, three catches for 37 yards. That was big. And let me tell you how the defense, the defense was stout, okay? 
and, and, and I'm going to tell you why the defense was stout. The secondary. I don't know if y'all seen the same game I seen. My TV showed me the secondary was coming up making tackles. So I was looking. I like, God, Lord, these, these, these little guys out here hitting. They coming down shedding blocks hitting. So I looked it up, guys. Dream team. Out of 71 total tackles that was made, the secondary for the the the, the, the Bengals made 33 tackles out of the out of there out of the 71. Eli Apple, Awuzie, and Bell. Eli Apple had 10 tackles. Awuzie had nine tackles. That's 19 tackles from the corners. They was locked in, Dream Team. That's why they won. They was locked in. They believed. That's my take. Yeah. Street. Oh, Patrick. Oh, Patrick Mahomes right down there dancing. Yeah, crazy. What? What was? What went right for Cincinnati, and what went wrong for Kansas City? Did Kansas City blow it, or did Cincinnati win it? I, 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 I say I, I say half and half because I think Kansas City got the big hit in the first half of twenty-one-three. I thought it was a cakewalk, and. I just thought Joe Bell just fought, fought, fought the whole game. And when you start doing these trickery plays, running around, scrambling, and you dropping, you dropping eight guys back and rushing only three, and you couldn't, you couldn't find those guys. That's why guys were catching balls, but they was getting tackled, man. It, 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 was, just, it was all over, man. So I love how the defense play. That's how you adjust in games. You know, so and I look at things, man. Like, damn, man, Browns have did this that way, but it's it, it's like, damn, we could have beat Kansas City too. They, they, it's a it's a good game to win, but I don't know what to say, man. Mm-hmm. All right, fan, that's the hold on, hold on, that's that fan instead of being free or talking about some, but I, we could have beat. You know, you couldn't have beat Kansas City. Look at your quarterback. Let's just be hey, honest. Kansas City got big headed. I think they was carrying the ball. They averaged six yards a carry every time. Every time they running back touched the ball, they was busted. But guess what? They only ran the ball uh, fourteen times the whole game. Why would you stick with the run game and you up eighteen points and you get six yards a carry? That's Andy Reid getting big headed. You're, you're getting yeah, you're getting arrogant out there, and and, and uh, you know sometimes it backfires. And let, I'm going to stay on, on this before we go to the NFC Championship game. I'm just going to ask uh, – I'm going to ask you first, SCG. Will Kansas City get back and win another one? Um, if if, if – I'm going to answer it two-sided, okay? If they um, don't do it next year, then they will never get back to doing it. And the reason why I'm saying if they don't do it next year um, because of the cap. Colin Kaepernick, uh, that 500, the half a billion dollars go into effect um, after next season. Makes 35 million next year, but after that, it's 50 million a season. So it's gonna be hard for them to pay players or to get get a good team around Colin Kaepernick, giving him that big chunk of the salary cap. So if they don't do it next year, which I don't think they will. Um, then it's over for them, and, and and basically I'm saying no, nah, they won't win another one. It's over for them. Ooh, streets. 
ICE, is it over with for uh, Kansas City with all these young up-and-coming um, quarterbacks? Because at one time, I mean, this time last year, people were just anointing Patrick Mahomes, and maybe, you know, we all were because, you know, money-making Mahomes and the things he were doing, anointing him like, man, he's just going to just keep getting back to the Super Bowl. He's the next Brady. Do you see Kansas City doing that, you know, getting back and winning multiple Super Bowls? And all this hoop right is that he only has one out of all this we've been talking. Okay? So I'm just asking you, what do you think? Will Kansas City get back to to the Super Bowl and win? You know, eventually they might get back, but everybody got their number now. They've been beat. Okay, they've been beat by a lot of teams in the NFL. So, now they see they can be beat. So, I, I, you know, everybody got a chance now. Buffalo showed up and they can beat them. You see what I'm saying? You left that 13 seconds on there. But so they, they, they can be beat. So, I, I think it's going to be it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a tug of war for a lot of teams. Buffalo might get in. The Browns might get in. Cincinnati might get in. The Ravens, you know, uh, that's what I think is top four teams if they get right, if everybody get right. That's my opinion. Okay. And that's just in the AFC, maybe maybe the Chargers, you know. But you do have you have to have a quarterback, man. And I'm I, I with I with everything they can do, trade why I don't care, man. You know, you gotta have a quarterback, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I see that, but you also gotta have a defense, man, that make plays. You gotta have like just defensive players made plays. They won that game. They helped win that game big time. Burrow was big time though, but the defense made plays. They made big plays on on the home. So. It's just got to be a team effort, but you do need a quarterback. And, you know, like Jimmy Grappolo could have made it. Um, um, Matt uh, uh, Tannehill, he, he lost the game. Uh, 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 he had the game won. He was driving through an interception. So, it's, everything was three points. And it was a close game. So, I think it's going to – and even Tennessee Titans is in this too. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's six teams that can really – and the NFL is rounding out. You know, everybody's starting to be com, uh, competitive, man. You know, it's, it's, it's tougher than – that, that uh, Bill Belichick era, I think it's a little bit more even now. You know what I'm saying? Like he might win, he might win one. That some team might win this next year. It ain't no big two in a row three. But I don't think no dynasty gonna come out of this. You know. So uh, yeah, I think I, I think Kansas City might get there again for sure. That's for sure. But I, but they got their numbers. Players got the, the teams got their numbers now. I think you just hit it right on the head as far as. That shows how great Brady was because you didn't have a chance while Brady was there. Let's just be honest. He had his well, he Hold on. Out of 22 years, you went to the Super Bowl 10 times. So that was close to like every other year you're going to the Super Bowl. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is it going to be like, like Brady, whereas – one team could sneak in here and there, or is he gonna do like Brady, where he in every other year? You feel what I'm saying to you? So, and, and in the conference yeah. championship, at that he was in the conference champion. He made it right. to the conference championship. He lost a lot in the conference championship. So, is 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 he going to be uh, Tom Brady like uh, moving? You know what I'm saying? Moving forward. So. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady, before we go to break, I'm going to get start with you, Ice. He's officially retired. What is your best moment of Tom Brady, man? What 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 would what what would you think of Tom Brady, man? 
Man, I love his competitive what's, what's nature, man. I just think he's the most fierce competitor, man. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm like that though, man. I'm just I'm just he just he just don't care. We got an attitude. He want to win, and and he he shows on the field. People get mad about that, but you can't. You gotta love it because he he always prove you right, prove himself right, prove everybody wrong. How he is? He got the, he's the goat in football. You can't play the 44 years old, win a Super Bowl after you leave New England, and then already he might have been the best quarterback this year. Might get the MVP this year if you go go out. You're going on a style. You left your boy Belichick. You didn't even name his name in the press conference. The whole another no, none of the teams from New England. You leave out in style. You, I mean, you, you're 44, man. <laughs> you, you, you should get MVP this year. It shouldn't be no Aaron Rodgers getting no MVP. And you won the Super Bowl. Hey, man, you you you're the goat, brother. You and you're 44 years old, brother. You're the goat. Go ahead and run that TB12. And get it down like you want to, man. It's half fun, man. You the goat. Because you ain't going to win it. Because I don't think Tom Bay going to get there no more either. Okay? I don't think it's, they have to change up a lot of things to get somebody. So, I don't think he'll have that receiver he won't. Uh, so, it's, it's the right time to retire. And his greatest moment, man. There's so many, man. I, uh, oof, man. Mm. I have to say that I come back against Atlanta, man. The plays he made down the stretch down there, he was big time. You know what I'm saying? It'd be down 20, uh, what was it, 28 to 3 at halftime. So I'm going to say a lot of the second half of that Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl was classic, man. Was classic, man. And he got, he, I mean, he got so many, man. He, I mean, 20 years, man. 10 Super Bowls. I mean, he wasn't the winner a lot of the first, the first, the first three or four, you know, just getting field goals, winning. But he's been big in every game. And it's, and it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a long way for somebody to catch up on him, brother. Long time. Man, I'll, I'll say this about about time, and, and we can, you know, another t- time or whatnot. And I and I and with my eyes, because. It might have been some guys before him, before you know, before I was born, and all that kind of stuff. And we can and we can argue. And Tom Brady, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about Tom Brady, the best player in any sport ever. You want to know why? You can't play defense in his sport. You can only do one thing. You can't block. All you do, like my man, with my man, with my man, Bernie Max Taylor, Jamie Foxx, and, and Players Club, all you do is spin the rackets. That's all you do. But he does it so well. You say, yeah, he, they kicked the field goal. But he got him down there to kick the field goal. That, you know what I mean? That separates. But let's go. Did we talk about the other game with Jimmy G and the Rams? Start with you first, I-C-E, Jimmy G. They had a lead. They were up 17-7. Rams came back. What do you, what do you say, man? Rams. Gets it done. All I can say is this, man. Nine catches for 113 yards. Odell Beckham, man. Made 
five catches for first downs. Big catches. 127, 32, 10 yards, 10 yards. He was making catches, and his catches was clutch. First downs. He was big, man. He was epic. Uh, he was a Hollywood. And I guess, man, stuff happened for a reason, man. I, I ain't had no problem with him, man. But I guess, you know, God wanted this to happen because right now, brother, he's showing up and he's showing out, man. And we look real bad, the Cleveland Browns do, right about now. I'm going to take that right now, brother. You know, so, uh, I, I thought it was a great game. And I, showed, and I showed you again, I showed you again that, you know, you still can win games with defense and a marginal quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo was he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He he, he was he, he should have won he could have won that game too. So, uh, team effort again. Um but the curse is in Cleveland for show. You got the Cincinnati Bengals making it pop. I want the Cincinnati Bengals to do man, man. Get the get the Super Bowl over Paul Brown. Damn, get it over with first. So you want to get it over with. Get it this year, man. I don't want to see you no more, but get it because I don't want to see you no more. We're not gonna get nothing to Paul Brown get his first. I'm, I'm telling you, this is coming from me. We're down there. This history down there, man. We're not. Get it now. I hope you win. Okay. I'm serious, man. This, 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 Ice, why everything got to be about the Browns, man? We talking about the Rams and the, the 49ers, man. No, because that's how, that's how, that's how Cincinnati got, got to beat the Cincinnati because he used, that's how they was the Browns. It was Paul Brown. And they were called yeah, the Browns. Yeah, i man. And then, and then Modell came and, and, and muscled him. And so then he went down to Cincy. And you see the colors are, still, are the same. It's just, you know, exactly. a different type I'm of. This and that. Yes. So yeah. go ahead, though. I see. I'm, I'm just saying, man. I, I, you think it was being funny, though, man. I, I know I got the subject, but I, I, I'm happy for this night for one reason. Get it over with, man. Get the two ball. You've been the two. Get you play the same thing uh, three times. You got to win one of them, man. I mean, I mean, no, it, I thought it was Francisco, but you got the Rams, and that's a tough team. But but I, 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 get it over with, man. That's all I can tell you, man. Get the Super Bowl, man, and maybe people can get one coming up next or stuff. <laughs> Pieces talk about. I'm keeping it one hundred. Styles the guy. What do you What do you think about Matt Stafford coming through for the Rams and now he's in a position to, you know, have a ring? I don't think his task is tough at all. I don't. You know why? I don't think his task is tough because he had to go against Jimmy Garbage. I mean, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry about that. I I didn't even call the man out his name, but he he, he had to go against. MBG. He had to go against MBG. Uh, and that defense was just stout. Um, Aaron Donald was just blowing. He was blowing it up. He wants to be there. He wants that ring. I see why they say he's one of the greatest ever. He was destructive. Um, Vaughn Miller starting to get his rules um, right now, getting his legs, and he, he, he's getting the motivation back. He was getting in there um, that defense was just playing, playing all out good. Odell Beckham hands looked like stickums. Um, it was like stickum. He was just coming across the middle. One, he he came across the middle one time and just and just swallowed the football. I, it was like he, it was like he he had hands the size of God. The way he caught the football, it like they just say go go jacket go. Ugh. He was swallowing catches. So. Uh, Baker Mayfield not being able to get the ball to him, I, I, that was a big concern. That's a big concern. That's a big concern. Cleveland need to get rid of him before they even think about winning a Super Bowl. Um, 
But uh, Matthew Stafford, he, 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 Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, man, it was just too much power. It's just power on top of power, man. So um, just Debo Samuel on the other side. You got to get a little bit more heat if you try to beat the Rams this year. So you got to that's, – that's one thing I will say. You got to have a little bit more heat. Dan has uh, played with Matthew Stafford for many years. He just... And that's my take. Yeah. Bro, you there? Is T Row on the line? Oh, yeah, the guy? You, you know your boy is in the building. What's going on, Dream T? How my people doing right. today? Oh uh, man, we, we, we down here on in the Midwest, man. You know, we barricading for this, this, this uh snowstorm that's approaching. So you know what I mean? Yeah. We ain't in, honestly we, we ain't uh, technically in the streets, but we still in the streets. <laughs> We in the building, baby. Hey, man. What you think, man? Listen. Rams and Rams and 49ers, man. Did did Jimmy G give it up or Matt Stafford proved his worth? Man, listen. First of all, to ICG, I just want to say this: the San Francisco 49ers defense made all the quarterbacks look a little bit suspect until the fourth quarter happened on Sunday night. Because Matthew Stafford was looking average. You were talking about how the other, other quarterbacks were looking average. The 49ers came to play, but they just got beat in the fourth quarter. And like my man STG, the young one just said, it was all about that defense when the fourth quarter came. The Rams stepped it up. I didn't get a chance to get two Texas quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, but I got one. I told y'all what was going to happen. Tom Brady. Broke the curse last year. Why he did that, I, I, I don't know why the football guys let him go ahead and do all that. But it happened, and now we got another team that's going to host the Super Bowl in their backyard. Ain't that about a bitch? And Matthew Stafford better not win. I'm not saying that, you know, like I hate my dude, but I'm just saying. If Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams win the Super Bowl in their backyard, we need to hurry up and have a Super Bowl back in Dallas. Because <laughs> if this is the way the trend is going, I mean, the Cardinals going to win the Super Bowl next year. Because it's going to be out here. And I need the dream team ass out here with me when the Super Bowl come out here in 2023. How about that, mm-hmm. sucker? Now, mm-hmm. all you Cleveland Brown fans, now look, the preacher man I already told y'all, that's why y'all wear the same colors Y'all orange and brown everywhere you look, Cincinnati or Cleveland. You Cleveland fans, you Cleveland fans about to become Bengal fans real quick. Because if Mr. Joe Cool pulled this off, oh, my goodness. I say, oh, my goodness. I mean, oh, my goodness. Y'all about to make your face something up down there in Cleveland and Cincinnati winning this damn thing. I see E, don't be mad. I'm like you. Go ahead and get it over with. <laughs> You get might as well with. get it over with now, because it's going to take a minute. Get it over now. Get over now, Cincinnati. I'm going to say this. I'm a believer in my boy, Joe Cool. Joe Burrow told us after the first playoff win, uh, y'all better get used to it. <laughs> this is what I do 
after being sacked 11 times in the first game and then nine times in the second game and still win? Something about this boy. I don't know what it is, but damn, Joe Cool, I like me some Joe Burrow. It might not be just because of the number one talent out there on Sunday. Fight like the Rams getting them first downs from no-name guys. You're like, who is this? They fight for a first down. They went down there, got that field position, kicked that field goal. That boy looked like a young Tom Brady. Watch out there now, you squad. What's up, Dream Team? Talk to you, boy. Who me? What's happening, man? What happened? Talk to you, boy. I'm Matthew Stafford, baby. Well, Matthew, Matthew Stafford is that guy. I mean, and Joe Burrow is that guy. Both guys were picked number one overall. I think we are forgetting that. I think we are forgetting what uh, Joe Burrow and what Matt Stafford represents. They represent excellence. And you're, and what you used to always say, Ro, are you surprised? Are you surprised? Are you no. Surprised? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. But I tell you this though, one thing I am surprised at that people aren't aren't saying or doing is and they and it kills me. It's killing me right now. Why ain't we bashing Pat Mahomes right now? He blew it. He blew it. Man, he, he was terrible. I ain't gonna front. He got greedy and stuck his foot off the gas and started doing the crazy stuff, and it cost him. If it was anybody else, they'll be killing him. If just look how we killing Jimmy G. But we have anointed. We 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 tend to anoint people. We anoint guys. And we say this about him, and we give him chances, and this and that, you know. And then you got guys like Joe Burrow who take his fame. He from Ohio, Ice. He earned it. So guess what? For Matt Stafford, for Matt Stafford, for your boy Joe Burrow, I dedicate this song to y'all, man. Y'all big time. This is Chris, we come oh, this Swiss beat talking on a Jack Blaze track. We hear about it, Chris. Rick Ross on the poetry. They just, this religion. Goddamn it, Chris. Surviving our Kelly Reggie, stupid effect. Try to feed all my niggas and spread the shit around. Got a castle in Cali where I quote the Quran. It's the major full of gossip, I pass the baton. I buy my head, you know it's next. I say my prayers, hands across my chest. Shackles on that nigga disobeying his master Pace chase the sandy seal, it's a fucking disaster Emmett Till, to me shoes Can I live, my mama rent due Penal system come to the source, Benzino with Tino She don't wanna see it unless it's a Kino It ain't really 
of God. I'm big time. Amen. Oh, man, Rose. I pray somebody tell you about these bumpy roads. Only map to follow is your Bible quotes. Yes. And all them things your grandmother and father spoke. Yes. I watch your actions, not just captions in this shit you post. Jesus. Capping on niggas, that shit'll get you smoke. Oh. But if you rap a little different, that shit'll get you more. Just like bagging them nickels up and down different coasts. I be stacking them tickets, I'm trying to sit with hoes. Oh. I be stacking my tickets, I'm trying to sit with hoes. Oh. I was washing the dishes, but now I get the dose. I'm the dog of the bitches while they sipping my mug. We can talk about the digits, discuss the two numbers. Too many losses out of creatures, don't let this become a problem. This is the truth, I'm talking to the Lord. I just gotta grab it, chill it, chill it. I'm your hotel first. I got two rows, y'all. I got ice. And an engineer, OG, the first, the first, the producer. It's like he's too much. Big time. Shout out to everybody, man. We made it possible for us to have this platform. Salute. Shout out to Brian Flores, man. Has this lawsuit going on right now. With the three NFL teams. Man, you gotta go and read about it. Going in, talking about owner Ross from the Dolphins. Has... Over them 100,000 tank games, to lose games. The New York Giants already had their choice of coach and didn't even interview Brian Flores yet, and Bill Belichick knew about it. Oh my. And then Denver Broncos and the great, Darren, and the great John Elway. Had the nerd that comes to the interview, hungover, still smelling alcohol from the night before. Late, disrespecting Brian Flores. We've been talking about the AFC and the NFC championship game. Joe Cool prevailed. Matt Stafford prevailed. Can Joe Burrow, the third quarterback, to win a national championship and a Super Bowl and all three be named Joe. Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and Joe Burrow. Or will Matt Stafford finally Stafford finally get him one? It's we don't know. Joe, them three, them three <laughs> Tom Brady has officially retired, forty four years old. Holds all type of records. He maybe still can play some more. Streets, what do you think about Tom's retirement? And, you know, you talk about how great he was because we always talk about parody, but when Tom Brady is in the building, it ain't no parody. So, shout out to Tom Brady. Now, NBA trade deadline coming up. It's something brewing. We don't know if it's there yet, if it's official, but it's rumored. It's rumors. What? What are the rumors? Yeah, T-Row. I don't know what he's trying to say, T-Row. I hope he ain't trying to say... I, what I hope he, I hope the Knicks is taking Russell right. Westbrook. I hope the Knicks taking Russell Westbrook. I hope his Knicks he take Russell Westbrook, T-Row. 
That that that's what he about to say. He went he went hey. mute because the Knicks is about to trade for Russell Westbrook. He went mute, T. Rowe. <laughs> hey, he got he got quiet quick as hell. So I yeah, know he's jumping off in the street. He, he, he was like, uh, he no. Yeah. No, I'm I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to put myself Kimber in the street, Walker. man. Kimber so Walker I... for Russell Westbrook. Oh, my goodness. They, what is this they coming talking to? About, they talking about DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, Bogdan Bavianovich, a first round in 2022 from Charlotte, a first round 2023 and uh, first-rounder, Jalen Brown to the Hawks and those guys to the Celtics. What do you think about that proposed trade? Do you think that they should pull the trigger for that both teams? Does it fit? I'm going to start with you first, Ro. Does that trade fit both teams? And already I would have to say, I would say, I would have to say yes, because Jalen Brown can't keep up with Jason Tatum in Boston. Like, I get it. They're young, and they're going to have to figure it out. But Jason Tatum has taken that team under his wing, and you can see what's going on. So, Jalen Brown has been struggling, but at the same time, he's still been putting up numbers, but they haven't been winning. So, bring in some more young talent for Jalen Brown. But for Atlanta, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're going to have Collins, Brown, and Trey on the court at the same time? That's wrong. That's Lob City all over again. Somebody about to get – oh, man, that's not that's not a good thing. That is really – man, Collins and Trey already be throwing oops like it's just nothing. What's going to happen when they get Jalen Brown, a nigga who ripped my bad, a dude from down south? What are they going to do? Lord, have mercy. Yeah, it's about to go down and go down crazy. You know what I mean? Just got skeeter boy to ride on the streets. You know what I mean? But uh, I like that trade because uh, what's about to happen, Atlanta just might make a run and might have to see ball. That would that be tight. Because, uh, yeah, both of them, they're doing okay, but they're going to have to do better. Next question is to you, I.C.E. Where does Ben Simmons go, and does he get traded by the deadline? Man, I I, I, don't, I ain't heard no trade talks about him, man. Uh, I, honestly, man, I think even whoever get him, they're getting a quitter. Uh, because he can't take criticism. So um, whoever you go to, man, I think they're gonna they're taking a backseat to whoever they trade for. Okay, this guy come to, this guy don't even come to play every day. Okay, so whoever you go to, man, I forgot about him, man. I'm so disappointed in him, man, because he quit on me. That's a quitter. That's a true quitter. Right there, that's the definition of quit. You don't even play for your teammates. Oh, I. Yes, yes, he is. Joe B. Joe B. was crucified by Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal pretty times face to face on on air, and he said he vowed he took it and he vowed to get better and better, and, and he said he got to work out and get better. That was the series against Toronto when 
Kawhi let that hit that jump shot and bounce off the run. He was and then he started playing, getting better. And the last two years he's been dominating, man. He took the he took the heat, the criticism, and they were working together. They could have did something together, man. Ben Simmons just didn't want to work on his game, man. And all this whole year, what has he done? Okay, is he working on his three? Is he not even get the three? Is he just working on a, a mid range or the free throw line? Okay, so that's my problem I, I, I with him. I, Ice, I could tell you where he gonna end up, Ice. I mean, might not be yeah. this season, but I could tell you where he gonna end up. He gonna be in Sacramento oh, for, for De'Aaron Fox. That's where he going, Ice. They gonna ship him to Sacramento, the bottom of the barrel. Mm. Let me ask you this, Ice. I mean, uh, Styles, a guy. Before we go to break and get our callers in, so we get with the callers. It was been a trade. Cam Reddish from the Hawks. It just actually happened. Him to New York. What do you think about that trade? Does that help oh, New York? Does that turn Cam? Oh, yeah, turn I seen Cam him out there. I seen him out. I seen him out there uh, getting some minutes uh, balling, man. But um, uh, I think New York need to get a different coach to uh, turn Cam Reddish into a star. The role that they got him playing. I've been watching the last three, four games. He's been there for a little while. Um, but the role they got him playing, the minutes he's getting behind um, the lefty from Duke. Uh, uh, Barrett. I, I, yeah, Barrett. I really don't think Barrett's too good. I think, I think Cam Reddish is better than Barrett. If he gets the same minutes, I think he's a better player overall. But um, but they, they ride in Barrett, and, 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 and I just think the coach is terrible out there in New York. So um, that's my take with that one. Hey preacher man, hey preacher man, I got a question for you before you put the callers in, man. Are they trying to tempt Tebow Ben Simmons? Is that what you was looking at? Yeah. Ben Simmons, let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell, you, let me tell you, and and this is, and this is, and I, and I'm not saying this because, and I and I and I'm glad you asked me that, Ro. And this brings us back to, at some point, it ain't even about the money. Ben Simmons, I know you're from Australia. Not really American. I understand that. And I, and I hope I see you one day because I'm being honest with you. I would really <laughs> love to talk to you and say, my man, you know these ancestors, you know these people, they – they died to give you this platform. You got to make this money, <laughs> and it ain't even a, it ain't even about. We can say it's you know um, what's the word I'm looking for? Plantation, like man, they you know whatever. But you still ain't homeless. You changing the lives of others in your community and it put people wherever. You're you're giving it a you. It's a bad name, man. It's a bad name. And that being said, we're gonna go to commercial. I got it. I got my. I'm just gonna kite some callers. Yeah, we can get some callers in, man. It's the streets, man. Tell a friend. You tell a friend. You tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Tell girl You celebrate. You play history, man. We in the building, man. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. 
Coach Duncan, up, you in coach? the building, baby. A.K.A. Up, J-Day. Up, coach? <laughs> What's up, Man. Coach Duncan. What's up, Coach Hey, Coach oh, Dunk, this Ice Man, you so you so cool on the sideline, man. You so cool on the sideline. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, give me a call or two, man. Give me a call or two, man. <laughs> I will. Hey, I will. Give me a coach. If, if Coach Will went in my face the whole game, man, like, trying to crucify me, I need to call. Give me, give me. I said, man, get an honor call. Come on, Coach Jesus, come on. Ease up off me, man. Ease up. You heard him say, I said, oh, Lord, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here, man. I said, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and clear, man. What's up, so, Coach? So, so Coach, Coach Dunn, you're a coach, and you've experienced some things. So did I. I haven't brought any of those things up. Or, but I just want to ask you. Hey, hey you, what hey, you, think about you experienced a lot. You, hey, hey, hey. I'm going to bring it up. You <laughs> took one for the team. They, they told you, you got to get rid of Buck, Sunny Red, and the rest of these hoodlums you got around here, <laughs> they all got to go if you want to stay the coach. My man say, he's my people, whatever they did. But back then, that ain't what they doing here now. These kids need people like them that look like them to tell them not to do those things. They want to fill it. They got rid of coach. And that, that was your only year as the head coach there. But you could have been like, fuck all these dudes. I ain't fucking with them. I ain't out. All right, they going. I'll fire them all. You still strong. Stay loyal. Stay loyal. Oh, man. Hell of a move. But, again, I mean, you know, I think that's why to this day, you know, the whole team, everybody that play, we all respect you. We all live by your words and your teaching. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be a coach today. So, you know what I'm saying? The sacrifice was made. For other people to be able to walk and walk to keep something that they need to walk, man. And without you, there's no me in this position right now. I never wanted to be a coach. I just wanted to be with you, with you, make you proud of me for everything that you put into me. And that's what I think it was all about. Street, what you think about this Brian Flores thing, man? Uh, that's big, man. I mean, it's big. I think it's, it's difficult. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, from my perspective, I respect what he's doing. I understand what he's doing. I ain't got a problem with what he's doing. But my problem with the, with, 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 with it is it's our people. Yeah, he going he, he gonna to be the sacrificial lamb, but who's going to stand behind him? He's going to say something. As, as a black African-American race, we so torn in so many directions. We don't really – we don't stick by one another. Ain't no players going to stand up and talk. Yeah, you said something. But then when you say something, people are like, oh, man, why he say he should have been off? He was like, he was scared. Shit, Malcolm said it, Dr. King said it, but everybody else just wasn't saying what was going on. You know, and I think that's our biggest problem. We we so quick to get away from what's really going on. Fuck who's saying it and when they said it. It's out here now. Now, how are we going to attack it as a, as a race? Because like y'all said, 75% of the league is African-American, but since they getting their checks and they getting their bread, ain't nobody got nothing to say right now. Until they get in that position, well, all right, now I need another job. I'm done playing. I can't play no more. The money getting low. Child support, bill. Let me coach. No, you can go coach the Muni League. But you got NFL players coaching Muni League teams. 
middle school teams, high school teams. But you got these white dudes who ain't never coached nothing or played nothing, never played for nobody. Oh, but they can coach in the NFL and they're genius. I mean, at some point in time, maybe not today, maybe not in y'all lifetime of mine, as African-American race, we got to come together and stand up for one another and stop turning up the cheek and like, oh, man, and do what we did to Cap. You had a guy like Deshaun McCoy. Come oh, he wasn't good enough to be in the league no more. What ain't going with that bullshit? <laughs> you, you, come on, man. Straight. They, oh, Brian LaFleur is lost. Hugh Jackson lost. Man, everybody. So I, we can name a whole bunch of motherfuckers that lost. That don't mean that right. these dudes don't belong in there as a coach. But that's, like I say, that's our problem as a race. We ain't going to come together and stand by that man and support whoever come out and what's said and say, all right, what's the next move? We know what's out here. Well, we ain't going to watch this shit no more. The motherfuckers ain't going to play this shit to some change. What's the next step? But they got us so divided by the one thing that we all fucked up about as African-Americans that we act like we can't do without is the dollar motherfucking deal. Street. Now that's the streets right there. Yes, sir. Mm. Now, let me ask you this: before we get talk about the foot, uh, the AFC NFC uh, championship game, will Brian Lafleur be a head coach in the NFL again? I don't see it. It's over with, baby. One thing about the monkeys, they stick together. <laughs> I have nothing against white folks. I ain't racist enough. Well, no, you, you put a nice white ball walk past me right now, I'm looking, and I might ask for a no. <laughs> That's over. That day dead. You let that go. <laughs> that day's over. What's your yeah. take on Joe, Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford taking the next step to the Super Bowl, man? What you think about their journey and their quest, man? What's your take on that? I like it. I like it. Well, one thing I like about the NFL is unpredictable. Any given Sunday, anything happens. You know what? I, I think it's good for the league. It's good for us as fans to see somebody different, two talented teams. It's good to look. But, hey, I, hey, I'm from Cleveland. I love Cleveland. I want every Cleveland team to win. But get, stop with the Browns talk, man. Browns ain't about to do nothing, man. Stop it. All right, y'all, y'all, hey, we're talking about the Rams and the Bengals. You are not allowed to talk about Baker and the Browns to the whole Super Bowl. Then we go back to the fan mode. You knew it was coming. <laughs> no more. Let me ask you this, Coach. The NFL is approaching. I mean, excuse me, the NBA is approaching the, uh, the trade deadline. You see some high trades that that you think is going to be made. What's the, what's on your rumor mill? I don't know. I mean, I I don't really want. Do you to think Ben like Simmons? Do you, do you think Ben Simmons is going to be moved before the trade deadline? Let me ask you that. Listen, listen. First of all, no, I don't think he's going to be going away. But y'all spoke about Ben. A lot of you dudes is old school. A lot of y'all dudes play. <laughs> Y'all know the truth, but I, I feel you on the show. Y'all got to tell it. Y'all do a great job on the show. It's fantastic. I love listening to it. Coach Meek sent me the text. I'm up I'm, I'm up and ready. Ben Simmons couldn't be in the locker room with none of y'all. I know a lot of y'all on this phone. Y'all ain't fucking with that dude, and I ain't fucking with him either. Don't send him to Cleveland because he's a quitter. <laughs> it's, it's, Thank I'm, you. I'm Thank you, you, Coach. You play bad, though, Coach. You play bad. So you go, okay, you can get traded, but you still got to get your ass out here until we get traded. 
one moment. I mean, and he's been doing it since college. He quit on LSU. This is a habit he is. And like somebody else said, I bet you ain't getting no better. Ben Simmons wants to check. Beginning, middle, and end. If he wants six nine, he'll be working at Walmart. All he wants right now is a check. <laughs> he ain't improving nothing about his game. They try to prepare him to but he's really, he's really a low key. He's really on more of the line of a Lamar Odom type guy. He ain't no damn LeBron, Jay. Yeah. Streets. Do you do you think? What was the other one? It's your boy. Oh. Do you think that's a good trade with Reddish going over to the Knicks? I'll tell y'all something. Somebody said get rid of my man Thibodeau. I ain't like that. I like Thibodeau. That Knicks team ain't shit. Don't act like that Knicks team is good. You can take Reddick out. You can put Reddick in. You can put Barrett out. Both them motherfuckers ain't shit. Any one of them dudes good. Karen Reddish is soft. Uh-huh. Soft since Duke. Don't play hard. Mm-hmm. Don't get scrapped. Want to shoot the jumper. R.J. Barrett, all left, can't shoot. That Knicks team ain't shit. Timothy worked a fake miracle getting that team. Their best player is Julius Randle. Need we say anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Their best player is hey, John. Julius Randle. Cut it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. You got to stay on the line, man. We're about, to bring in, we're about to bring in our next caller, man. He's going to probably rebuttal some of your things, and we got the big time here today, so. Please stay on the line and remember always tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. I'm talking about a handful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's Coach Dunk, man. Hey, hey, listen to this. I'm going to tell you a story, a real quick story about Coach Duncan before we get to the next call. Coach Duncan has a streak in him that people don't know about. And listen, he's only in 11th grade. We got to play uh, LeBron James in two days. So we have a practice on a Sunday. Coach Duncan is late to the practice. And I, guess what I asked him? What's that? Why are you late? Guess what he told me, I. I said, don't you lie to me, because I know it was coming. I, I, I know it was coming. He said, Coach, I was at the spot. I said, Dunk, I told you, you cannot be at the, at the, at the dice game. He had the dice game in 11th grade, like he ain't got a word in the world. Oh, man, and we got LeBron James in two days. He kept his sense of humor, man. He was so he was so cool under, you know what I mean, under pressure. I told him, and uh, it was it was crazy, though. It was crazy. But our next caller, man, we're going to bring him in, my man P-Funk, man, down there in West Palm Beach. I know he got a lot to say. P, what you do? You in the building, baby? We in the building, babe. Oh, on, man, gentlemen? we appreciate your call. Oh man, chilling. <laughs> why, why you in sunshine? We in snow shine. My man, hey, we had our little cold front too, man. So I mean, I feel for you, you know. Ooh, man, what you what you think, P? I know you got it. I know the Brian Flores, the you know the Tom Brady. You bet, you know what I mean. 
um, in, in uh, NBA trade deadline coming up. Ben Simmons, where you think if he's going to get traded, you think you know I mean, what's, what's that? And NFC AFC championship uh, game, man. Give us your take, man. Talk to us. All right, first I'm, I'm gonna start off with the with the whole Brian Flores situation. First, I deeply, deeply, deeply commend him for 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 him holding his beliefs. You know, what I mean, even then, like before this like whole lawsuit came about, the the situation where they mentioned that um they wanted to pay him a hundred k to to tank games, like was just straight awful to hear. Cause you know. As a black coach, you want nothing more than to win, you know, given the, the 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 small opportunity that you got. So for somebody to egregiously come to you and say, hey, I'll give you some more money if you just keep losing just for a, another pick or a higher pick. Like, it goes against everything that you've been taught as a coach, as a player, you know, for your coach to deliberately go out there or, or somebody to deliberately be trying to throw the game that you're trying to go out there and, and compete your ass off for, against other players, you know, that you respect. It's just I, I just see that as just so foul. You know, and for and I'm glad that he stood up on his morals and, and he and he walked away, you know, from that incident when he brought uh a a prominent, you know, quote unquote prominent Q B, whether it would have been Tom Brady or Deshaun Watson, whoever you want to put in that prominent Q B role that he invited on the yacht. You know, I'm just glad he held true to who he was as a man and as a coach. And, you know, I mean, right is right, wrong is wrong. At the end of the day, some people may say this has no merit. You know, I mean, this has, you know, this ain't going to do anything for black coaches, you know, going for I wholeheartedly disagree. I feel like this is a, this is going to be a flashpoint for the NFL. And I only say that because, yeah, we've had other people, uh, you've had other people come out and essentially, you know, bring, bring suits against the league for racism like Colin Kaepernick did and whatnot. But it's different when you're dealing with people in authority. Like, Colin Kaepernick is a player, and you can just – you can. I mean, some people are going to dismiss him as such, you know, just a player. But when you have a black coach who has a winning record, cause and, and, and millions of people saw how egregious his firing was, you can just tell this is just something that, that the NFL is not going to be able to just sweep under the rug or casually say how they came out in the statement two hours after he released the, the lawsuit say it was without merit, you know. So I don't think this is nothing that they can run from. And, and granted, they can sit there and say, yeah, we got more lawyers than Brian Flores has lawyers. But at the end of the day, when you run a, a, a when you run in sham interviews and you're not respecting people's time that you that, that are trying to get into leadership authority, that just means you really don't care about our race in general. Like, yeah, you just see us as entertainers and as, as players. You don't see us as nothing more, and it feel like all right. It feel like the NFL just sees black black coaches like their cap is all right. If you get to a coordinator position, then the Rooney Rule works, you know, and we not gonna let you get any farther. You can't become no senior level administration. You know what I mean? You can't become up there as far as like the CEO or president or nothing like that. And that's and that's hard to sit there and say you only capped out as a coordinator. That's that's, that's only as far as you can go at the highest level. You feel me? When the NBA has never had this type of problem where they had where they've had coaches sue them for racism and bigotry, cause that that's just crazy. Like as much as the NBA has all, yeah, you know I mean, majority fair uh, of white owners. You feel me? And it's only one black owner, Michael Jordan. They've never had a problem where it's just been hard for a, 
black men to get head coaching positions, even though hey, he Pete. clearly relates more to these players than the white coaches do. And it's a shame hey, to Pete. see coaches like Sean McVay get commercials with no experience, you know what I mean, not calling plays. You got other people getting experience. Josh McCrown is literally about to become a head coach of the Texans. Just being a high school football QB coach. Like, it's a hey, shame. Hey, P. Hey, P, you want to know what I got to say to that, P, right quick? You, you know, I'm going to let you keep going. But uh, you, you ever seen the movie 300, man, and they had the guys fighting in the dome and shit and, and, and in front of all the people, and they were betting on the guys and just kill each other and stuff like that, right? It's the same thing, P. It's another form of slavery, P. That's all it is. Yeah. They, they're not going to let us own nothing. And and and, 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 it's, it, and it's, it's billionaires, P. This is billions versus Lion Flores. It's not about to do nothing. It's not about to put a, a debt in nothing. Like, like these guys got to interview two guy, two two minorities, and they do that now to get it out the way, and it is what it is. And it's like we know who we want. We want the people that look like us, that talk like us, act like us, sitting at the table with us. And this is gonna be it is what it is. It's another form of slavery. They got us lined up. Yeah, we are just players. We're not. We are not the people sitting at the table with them. They're not gonna never let us in with that. Only reason why I say it's a flashpoint is because yeah, you could sit there and say that. They know that these that they're doing sham interviews because you know they have to you know interview two external minority candidates outside their organization. I only say it's a flashpoint because you can't the NFL can't sit there and deny that these are just sham interviews. You know what I mean? And saying we we doing our due diligence because at the end of the day he has text messages proving that they already gave the job away before he was even interviewed. You feel me? So I can sit there. You can you can sit there and say yeah we just player. But at the end of the day, you can go throughout history. It takes people sacrificing, you know what I mean, for, 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 for change to happen. It takes for them sacrificing during the 1800s in the Civil War, plus the, the Civil Rights Movement. And it took for people in the Civil Rights Movement to sacrifice. You feel me? For us to get to having Barack Obama as our first black president. I ain't saying what Brian yeah. Flores is going to do. Me That's all fine and well, Pete. That's all fine and well, Pete. They just figured out a way. They figured out a way, Pete, to how to have slavery in your face without you noticing in it, without you understanding it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if money is what it is, if stealing gold, what it started with was stealing gold. Oh, they want gold? All right, give them gold. For, go, get, go get some more of them people so we can take them on this farm and work. Give them, give them the money. It all started from money. So they're like, all right, well, if all they want is money, then we're going to get money. Everything nobody ever right, asked for bro. power, though. No, no, nobody ever asked for power from the beginning, though. Everybody asked for money and freedom. Nobody never asked for power. You know what I'm saying? That was the problem. You right, bro. You right. You definitely right about that. We not asking for the right things, but at the same yeah, we time, we not asking for the right things. Bigger than this is way bigger than what he's bringing to. This man was literally on the first. He's on the A block of CNN. He's starting out CNN. You know what I mean? Saying this this coach is suing the NFL. This is bigger than, than, right. than, than the Ukraine situation with Russia and all that. I, that's why I'm saying it's a it, yeah. It's not going. It's probably won't seem like a big change right now. But again, this right. is something that the NFL has to deal with head on. Right. Absolutely. Go ahead, Pikachu. You got your, you uh, got your, yeah. Yeah, changing it Go ahead, to I'm the, sorry. You know, the championship game, you know what I mean, with the 49ers and Bengals and Tom Brady and the Rams. I mean, look, I mean, with Kansas City and uh, 
and Cincinnati and the Rams and Tom Brady, I'm going to start with Tom Brady and the Rams. Now, mm. I ain't going to sit there and say the Rams didn't do their job because, I mean, at the end of the day, they won the game, which is what you're supposed to do, win the game. But I ain't going to sit there and say Matthew Stafford is about to go out there and smoke Cincinnati because, I mean, he ain't look too good. You feel me? And he ain't looked that good the, the second half of the season. But, again, he's doing his job. You know what I mean? He winning the games that he's supposed to. And I can't fully say the Rams going to take advantage of, of, you know, home court with it being in SoFi, you know, for the next game. But Tom Brady gave them all they can have. And at the end of the day, even the Rams showed you they can't really – I mean, they barely could run the ball. That's why Tom Brady and them was literally about to come back because the Rams couldn't milk the clock, like running the ball. And, and that's probably that's probably one of their weaknesses as far as like their team. You feel me? Run defense and and actually running the ball. Like if you could have if you could have a, a solid defense like to to stop stop their running game, like their that basically mm-hmm. become obsolete. And it was really it was it was really the same thing for Kansas City. Like seeing Andy Reid say, "Let's go for." Let's go for the field goal. And Patrick Mahomes said, give me one more shot. And what is, And you're on the one-yard line? I was talking with Siles about this. Like, you're on the one-yard line at second and goal, which means you literally have two plays that you can call. You, can, you literally have two plays you can run to try to get the ball in the end zone off the one-yard line. And you run – the first play you run is some type of out route that, that completely misses, you know what I mean? Ain't nobody open. And then you fake you, you you run some type of play where it don't work on, on third and goal. So now it's fourth and goal. He's trying to kick the field goal. Patrick Mahomes like, nah, I got this, I got this. I'm Superman, you know what I mean? Andy Reid, he's seen it before in the regular season. They came back from eleven points down. He knew he knew if he had a field goal, they would have been on fourteen and they probably would have missed it that. But Patrick Mahomes being who he is, you know, a a, a risk it, no biscuit type of quarterback, you know. Got to have it all or nothing. You know, he just – he couldn't get away from – get away from the big plays even in the second half when, when they were dropping three, four people in the coverage back in the back end on the, in the safeties and DBs playing cover four, cover three. He, he still couldn't just notice that and say, oh, well, let's just get physical with them and run the ball, you know, and then open up the big shot plays. Like, he just wanted to keep throwing the ball every chance he could get. And that's ultimately what really, like, stopped the Chiefs. You know, they got in their own way. It wasn't like Cincinnati was really doing anything exotic. And props to, you know, a smoking Joe, as y'all like to call them, you know what I mean? That's really what made the difference. They really didn't have too many people that could cover their receivers one-on-one. So even when they tried to blitz Joe Burrow, like, they really didn't have anything in the back end, you know. Like, you saw T. Higgins go crazy in the second half. You saw Jamar Chase get open for big plays. You know, even though they don't have Kyler Boyd, who's another fantastic receiver in himself, I feel like that's what separates most of these teams that's really in the playoffs right now is, is if you have good receivers that can create separation on their own without the need of help of you trying to scheme them open. And Jamar, I mean, he got that in Chase and Hickens and Tyler Boyd, and clearly Matt Stafford got that in Cooper Cup and, you know, OBJ. So, I mean, at the end of the day, all teams that's watching these teams play, I hope they can, you know, upgrade their uh, skill positions accordingly. You know what I mean? Joey B, it's like I told you, uh, Boogie and, and Styles, he's going to be the next Andrew Luck because they don't, like, upgrade their offensive line in front of him. And I'm not to say, not to say they can't do it because obviously Kansas City proves you can do it in one offseason if you, you know, go get some bets and, you know, 
draft a rookie, you know what I mean, a rookie or two, they showed you you can revamp your offensive run, but if they don't do nothing to the offensive line, he's going to be Andrew Luck. Like, he already got just as many sacks as Andrew Luck had in his first three seasons. Like, a hundred and – I think it's like – I think since the tight Tennessee game, it's like over 200 sacks he's t- taken this season. Like, that's a lot. That's 300-pound men constantly smacking your body on the ground. Like, that takes a toll on you, cuz. And I'm scared for, for Joey B. You know what I mean? He already got one major injury with his knee. You know what I mean? And, and, and him and Chase are it. Like, they, they legit. You know what I mean? I, I really want to see him flourish, no matter how much, you know what I mean? I like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and I like the, you know, I like the Browns as well. But that's going to be a tough division for a long time, you know what I mean? But props it up again to the Super Bowl, you know. I hope it's going to be a good game. What's your, what's your take on the NBA, P? Before we let you, what you think? Will Ben Simmons oh, man. be moved Your before the ben deadline? Fraud. Your man Ben Simmons is a fraud. He gonna end up staying. I ain't gonna. Wow. I ain't gonna sit there and say he's staying in Philly like like for for choice. But Darren mm-hmm. Moore, I mean Darren Moore is not gonna get rid of that man for peanuts. Even if this trade deadline is, is fastly approaching on the tenth, he's not gonna get rid of him for peanuts. So he gonna end up staying in Philly and not playing. And hopefully they can get rid of him in the off season, you know, if it, if if they can, you know what I mean. But obviously, from what teams are saying, they're saying that like Darren Morey is just he's asking for everything unrealistic. You feel me? And this team's dropping out just because his expectations are unrealistic on what he's gonna get for Ben Simmons. I don't know whether he thinks he's Michael Desmond Jordan or ha- Hakeem Olajuwon, <laughs> you know. But right. this team's. Asking price is way too high, so I think Ben Simmons is going to sit put. I think Ben Simmons is sick as hell that he done lost all these millions, you feel me, and that nobody is coming to, you know, coming to his rescue saying, hey, we'll take him off your hand. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll throw away our whole house and home for you, Ben Simmons, right. you know what I mean? I think uh, it was going to be a lot of teams that was going to be clamoring for him. But, like, right. you know, like them playoff coach, he's a lot He's a quitter. He's a quitter, yeah. man. Right. Quitter, you're right. He is a quitter. You feel me? I ain't gonna sit there and say he a scrub, but he is a. Nah, he ain't got no heart, man. Are you kidding me, man? Please, got that fight on the court together. Come on, man. You right? You right? Right? He definitely not helping himself. You know what I mean? So I don't feel bad. You feel me? But at the end of the day, he gonna sit in Philly for no reason. He gonna waste a year of his career for what? All because he upset his coach and his teammates. For calling him out, like that's just, that's on Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? I don't feel no type of remorse for him. You know. And right. then one last point, talking about uh, your man Tom Brady. You know, all props to him for a great career, twenty years. You know, everybody know what he's accomplished. But at the end of the day, I ain't gonna commend him like like he's just been a saint the whole way through. He a cheater. You know what I mean? And and and, and you can't. You can't say the the seven Super Bowls and, and, and all the career passing records and touchdowns and all that without bringing up the cheating. You know what I mean? So Tom Brady, great QB, great career. You feel me? But you know he still got to stand on his record. You know from scandals that he been through with the Gate and Spygate and all of that. So womp 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 womp. <laughs> oh boy, here come the here come the Pat Homer. Oh, you, you can't say you can't slander him. 
you know, because he he, been, he he brought y'all too, too much. Uh, <laughs> man, but hey, Pig, let me ask, I'm gonna ask you one more thing before I before I let you go. I didn't ask. I asked uh, Michael Duncan, Coach Duncan, also. Um, yes or no, real quick. Do you think Brown Flores will ever be a head coach in the NFL again? Yes or no? Before we before we move sadly, on. Sadly, no. Once you bring litigation against the NFL in any type of form, they're not going. That's just basically them blackballing you. Like then he, I don't think he ever gonna coach again. And it's sad to say that. Jeez. Thanks, P. Stay on the line, P. We got the big demo today coming up. We're not even going to go to the commercial. Uh, we're against time, but, man, I got to tell y'all, and uh, <laughs> remember the movie, Minutes to Society? Y'all remember that movie? Y'all remember that movie, uh, Minutes to Society, guys? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, I do. Do you remember? Do you remember when my man had when he said, "Hey, you know you you know you effed up now." Remember that? Remember when he said that? Remember when he said that? I'm in this society. Yeah, yeah. You know you're fucked up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, right now, the the big dummy of the day is that guy because he said it too. You know what he said? He said, sorry. I asked this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Brian DeBall. I'm sorry about that. That big dummy is Bill Belichick. So Bill Belichick for Black History Month, February Second, 2022, you are the big dummy of the day. You got to be. You hear me? Listen, man, he got to be the big dummy of the day. For real, for real. And, and guess what, y'all? Guess what? And you and you know what? <laughs> and I'm going to say this. He got, he going to get Brian Flores paid, ain't he, man? Is he gonna get him paid? Oh yeah, he's gonna get he paid. Gonna get him. Yeah, he gonna he gonna he gonna he gonna get him paid. So, I, I... Dummy. you big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy, you big cold blooded dummy, you big dummy, see what you did? Oh no, you big dummy. I... Yeah, you big dummy. He said he messed it up, didn't he? He so did. He said, man, I effed up. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Man, T-Row, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Yes, sir, I do. I want to say, you know, much love to the Dream Team. My boy, STG. My boy, ICE. OG the Buck. And, of course, my boy, Boo Meek, my brother. Hey. I want y'all to know something about Black History Month, just in case y'all didn't know. Real fact. This celebration of Black History Month began as Negro History Week. 
which was created in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson. Mr. Carter G. Woodson was a noted African-American historian, scholar, educator, and publisher. We be- it became Black History Month in 1976. So from 1926, it used to only be a one-week celebration. And now, since the beginning of 1976, it's a whole month celebration. Even though they give us the shortest month of the year, we're going to celebrate each and every day of the Black History Month of February. So to all my people in the streets who didn't know, hey, man, that's what you get when you fucking with the streets. I love all you motherfuckers. Y'all know what time it is. It's your boy T-Rope. I'm hanging out in the dungeon with the doc. I got T-Demo with me. Y'all know what it is, man. Love to everybody. Y'all know y'all gonna see me in that snow again. Don't worry about it. I just left Colorado before the blizzard came, so I dig. I know how cold it is. I love you, boy. I'll let you next Wednesday. That's wild out, motherfuckers. I-C-E, any shout-outs before we get out of here? <laughs> Hey, hey, man, T. Rizzy, that was great, man, to know. Oh, Lord, beautiful, beautiful. Hey, man, I want to shout out to the Dream Team, man. And the callers was great today, baby, as always, man. But listen, man, he got to get better, man. He got to get better, man. I don't know when. Jesus Christ, what we got to do, man? You know, 2003, uh, 20, was it 2003? We we, we had yeah. three black coaches, and it's, and, and it's almost 19 years later, man. We got one, maybe two coaches right now, yeah. man. And, yeah. and one more thing, man. I still think Florence, he's going to get that get a job. If he don't, then we know what's going on. It's gonna, he's going to be blackballed. And I don't think he should be blackballed. He had a winning record, and he didn't know what he was going against. Now they know what he was going up against. You know, coach wanted him to sabotage games and all that crazy stuff, man. But, man, we got to get better. Man, these are dope takes, oh, yeah. man. Way well, to back it up. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, ICE. Hey, CJ, you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Big shout-out to Black History Month. I'm going to drop a little knowledge, man. I want to give a big shout-out to the first female black millionaire, Madam C.J. Walker. Back all the way back in the 1860s to the 1919, was the first African-American entrepreneur, philanthropist, uh, political, and social activist. She was recorded as the first female self-made millionaire in America by the Guinness Book of World Records, Madam C.J. Walker. We're going to give a big shout-out to her for, for paving the way and trying to show us how to just get this money and change, make change with just getting this money. I want to shout-out to the Dream Team. Everybody out there, I love all y'all. I want to shout-out to all the callers. And I want to shout out one last time, Black History Month, man. We got to, this is our month, man. We got to let it be known. Yeah. Preacher man. man. Got some shout outs. How like you boys? What's going on, man? We you shout out to? First, I want to shout out the Dream Team. Styles of God, SC, excuse me, Styles of God, ICE, yourself, OG the Buck. Shout out all the callers. My man, Coach Duncan, I want to shout out P-Funk, my man D-Mac down there, 
everybody that's been through a storm, you about to feel a storm. And guess what? We're going to walk away from this storm. And that's how we got to treat this life because it's a storm coming. We're preparing ourselves for it. So once we get through it, we'll be all right. And that's how we got to do it, this life thing. And I think that's how Brown Flores is going to be. And shout out to Black History Month. Shout out to that dude, Coach L. Meeks, man. You know what I mean? He, play, he made black history. He was the first African-American varsity boys basketball coach at, at, at Cleveland Central Catholic and in the North Coast Conference League. Streets! We out of here. Hey, I didn't know that either, man. Beautiful.